over. Here's my title. I have not changed. Here's my title for the day. It ain't over because of the hidden reality of divine favor. Some of y'all just you you know you ain't even understanding. It ain't over because of the hidden reality of divine favor. You think we just showing up here for nothing? You just think we on autopilot? It really ain't over. My, 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 my. Lord, have your way, have your way. Hallelujah. Some of you all sitting there and they say, well, uh, well, well uh, it ain't over. I don't understand. See, divine favor, that's a whole nother. Lord, help me today. Because some of you all, we singing the song, but you going like, well, I don't done everything. I don't, I don't see no other way. But you forgot about divine favor. You forgot about divine favor. See, it, it don't make sense. Rationale is not going to work this one out. That's why it's not over. When you come to what you see as the end, God said that wasn't no end. That's just as far as you saw. So I ain't calling nothing the end until he says the end. Because after all, he is Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the So he know what the end is at. Now I now, now I, I I just had a I'm serious. I, I, I had a short word of encouragement, a word of exhortation about the divine favor of God. I didn't realize he was going to set this up like this. Because the reason it ain't over is because of the hidden reality of divine favor. You may be seated. Let's go. Where Angela at? We want to just live where all they see it is all about him. That's really what we're trying to do. It is all about him. So that he get all the glory. Bill Winston said this. One day of favor is worth a lifetime of labor. One day of favor is worth a lifetime of labor. I, I want this to saturate your spirit because I want us to begin to see what the favor of God is like. Favor, Lord, okay, I can, we'll be good. Because see, I, I have to, what I have to do is, is remain calm before I get to you all because I'll already be done went up and y'all will be looking at me like what's going on. But favor really ain't fair. 
But I ain't looking for what's fair. One day of favor is worth a lifetime of labor. You ready? I know you said you want some little, little text, right? Psalms chapter 44. Let's walk from there for a moment. It says to the chief musician for the sons of Korah and Maskil. We have heard with our ears, O God, our fathers have told us what work thou didst in their days in the times of old. In other words, we often hear of the things that God has done. Verse 2, how thou didst drive out the heathen with thy hand and plantest them. How thou didst afflict the people and cast them out. For they got not the land in possession by their own sword, neither did their own arms save them. But thy right hand and thine arm and the light of thy countenance. Why? Because thou hast the favor unto them. So in other words, the writer is letting us know it wasn't because of their ability to fight that they gained the land to possess it. It wasn't their strength in numbers. What's really awesome is when we realize God did it because he favored the people and now we realize we're favored by God. It ain't over because of the divine favor of God. What do you mean, Pastor? You saying that we're favored. Psalms 5 and 12 says, For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous. With favor wilt thou compass him as with a shield. What if I told you that God's got favor around you like a shield? It's the hidden reality. I know you may be walking and you, 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 I don't see nothing, but I'm talking, what did I say this year? Manifesting the invisible, walking in the hidden realities of God. So you got a, 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 a shield around you of favor. You just can't see it, but I'm going to show it to you what it looked like today because we're going to walk in the hidden realities. And the one that we, I'm not saying that the other ones didn't matter. I'm saying you need divine favor. You want some text to prove that? I'll get to it in just a second. First off, I'm telling you that you'll compass with like a shield. You got God, God's around you with a favor, a shield of favor. And you say, well, I don't know if I'm righteous. Second Corinthians 5 and 21. Let's fix that so I can go on and you ain't stumbling over that for the rest of the service. For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. You didn't become righteous, you were made righteous. If you in Christ, you were made righteous. God made you righteous. And if you're righteous, God has compassed you round about with a shield of favor. Oh, I, war, Holy Ghost, help us today. Listen to this. It is possible to gain divine favor. It is possible to grow in divine favor. And it is possible to lose divine favor. 
And it is possible to stop divine favor from working on your behalf. So you can grow in favor. You can gain favor. You can lose favor. You can stop it from working on your behalf. Genesis chapter 39 verse 21. We're not going to be here long today. The only people that do not have the favor of God on their lives is people that do not have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Sinners do not have favor on their lives. But remember, you can increase in favor. You want some more? Come on now. You can actually get more favor. I don't know. I don't know if y'all believe in that yet. Can you do, uh, 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 Glennette, Luke chapter 2, verse 52 for a second. Let me just make my case and then I'll run from that and we'll be able to finish. And we'll come back to Genesis 39 and 21, okay? Luke chapter 2, verse 52. Let me make my case for a moment. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. Watch this. If Jesus had to have favor, and not did he just have it, but he increased in it. So not only do we have it, but we get some more of this. Are you with me now? All right, I don't have time to stay there. Let's go back to Genesis chapter 39. Told y'all I wasn't going to be here long. I'm learning why it ain't over. Because God wants us to walk in this hidden reality of divine favor. That's why it ain't over. I don't care what they said. I don't care what they said. It don't matter. Do you know, watch this. And I've told you all this story before. I remember when um, 10 years ago, when we were, well, it was probably about eight, eight years ago now, and we were, you know, in, early in ministry, and I went to the bank. Now, y'all know how, how much I love debt, right? I went to the bank eight years ago and was sitting in there with the banker, and I was asking him, you know, about getting along, what we needed to do, that kind of stuff. I was trying to get some information. And he told me, we don't loan money to churches. And I remember looking at him, and I said, you know, we're going to do this with or without you. Amen, 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 amen. Okay, now, fast forward eight years later, we got 33 acres, paid for and our building is paid for and we didn't get a loan now, now, now here's the real kicker I don't know if he with the bank anymore and he was the president My point is, I don't care what they say. Amen. 
It doesn't matter what they said to you. Are you ready to walk in the divine favor of God? You can't be reading all of the press clippings and walking in the divine favor of God. Because folks are going to be saying stuff. Genesis 39 and 21. Oh, Holy Spirit. Really? So, you know what? Okay, Lord. Okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Your situation has nothing to do with whether favor is on you or not. Let me show you. Because you, you know what? I felt like somebody was evaluating their situation to see if they had favor or not. Let's see if I can find this. Because what you do, oftentimes we compare ourselves to somebody else and we say, well, look at them. They look like this, that, and the other. So that must be favor. And we look at ourselves and go like, this ain't favor. Genesis 39 and 21. Let me go there first. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. In jail, you could have favor. In jail, you could have favor. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners that were in the prison. And whatsoever they did there, he was the doer of it. The keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his hand because the Lord was with him and that which he did, the Lord made it to prosper. Listen to this. Divine favor can cause you to have what others think shouldn't be yours. Divine favor can cause you to have what others think shouldn't be yours. And you ready for part two? And what others think is impossible to be done. Not only do I think you shouldn't have it, but I think it's impossible to do. But divine favor says, do you want it? Do you want it? I need some people who go dream bigger than what you've dreamed before. I, I believe I, I need some people who just dare to believe that there's more out there and favor can get it for you. I mean, honestly, what do you, what do you want, Doug? What do you want? I mean, you know what I'm saying? What do you want? What, what, what would give you that personal satisfaction of being able to say, God did this? Israel experienced coming into the promised land. And according to the scriptures, they didn't get there because they were the best fighting people around. They didn't get there because they had the best arsenal. They didn't get that because they had the best war strategy. They got that because of favor. Where do you want to go and all you need to do is accept it is by favor? See, I believe one of the things that we do with God, we shortchange ourselves. We don't believe enough. What do you desire that's impossible for you to do? That's the only way you're going to know it's God. If you could do it, it wasn't him. I want some more. So divine favor can cause you to have what others think shouldn't be yours and to accomplish what others think can't be done. Number two, 
Divine favor is not limited by your circumstances. It worked in the pit, it worked in the prison, and it worked in the palace. I don't have time to go and deal with all of it. But you remember, Joseph had favor because he had a coat of many colors. He had a literal icon of favor that he wore. His favor got him in trouble with his brothers. So they, they decide to take the coat, dip it in some blood, and throw him in a pit. In the midst of being in the pit, some people came by and favor struck them. And they said, well, let's buy him. Come on now. If you read the story, the intent was not necessarily to sell him originally. They trying to figure out what to do with him. So the favor worked in the pit. All right. He gets to Potiphar's house. Favor works in Potiphar's house. Somebody that Potiphar didn't even know until his wife decided she wanted to bite off the favor. So he ends up in the pit, I mean in the prison. Favor worked in the prison. And after the Bible said a space of uh, two years, favor worked in the palace. So what am I saying? Your circumstances do not dictate whether favor will work or not. That's, uh, let, let me keep rolling. I want you to go to Exodus chapter 3, and we're going to work from there for a little while, and we're going to wrap this up. Exodus chapter 3, verse 19. The Lord is having a conversation with Moses. And this is the way we, I, th I think we need to keep into consideration letting God talk to us and stretch us. Letting God talk to you and stretch you beyond what you see. Beyond what you even think is possible. And, and saints, I'm saying this for real. Please don't take this as a sermon. Get stretched. Go get stretched. If you, you know what? Okay, Holy Spirit. If you in school, are you satisfied just to be what somebody else is? Or is there something on the inside of you? that somebody else can't articulate, but you've got an inkling to do something that's different. So why are you going to let somebody else define who you are? You, you know, I want you to just think about this. Do you know, and I'm just, just sharing, do you know that as the educational system progress, for instance, engineering, there was only a, a certain number of engineering fields at one point in time. There were the basic disciplines. Your mechanical, your uh, engineering, I mean your mechan mechanical engineering, uh, your chemical engineering, 
your electrical engineering, just certain basic disciplines. Nobody was thinking of nanotechnology. Why can't we let God stretch us as the saints? I've always said that there's greatness in, in this room. There's greatness in you. But you're going to have to let God stretch you. Some of you, the sense of fulfillment, the reason it's not there is you, it's, you've not been stretched enough. See beyond what everybody else has said. What has God put in you? I'm I'm going somewhere. I really am. Exodus 3 and 19. And I am sure that the king of Egypt will not let you go. No, not by a mighty hand. You know, that's just the way the world is. It, It tries to hold you and not let you go until God stretches you with his mighty hand. Look at this. And I will stretch out my hand and smite Egypt with all my wonders, which I will do in the midst thereof. And after that, he will let you go. Just because this is the way things have been conformed to and done previously, he will let you go if you let God stretch you. Okay. So God instructs Moses on how to deal with Pharaoh and how this is going to lead to his freedom. I believe that's what God does with all of us. Just because you can't see, I mean, imagine the discussion that Moses is having and God is telling him how this is going to, in essence, lead to their freedom. Okay, for 430 years, they've been in bondage and God decides to to talk with Moses about, oh, well, you know, I'm I'm going to let y'all go. What? Do you realize what they've done? 430 years. Think of the mindset that they must have after 430 years of bondage. It's the same kind of mindset that we have when God speaks to us about what he wants to do with us and we look at where we are. We can't see where he wants to take us because we're so so caught up in where we are. Verse 2. I mean 21, I'm sorry. He says, and I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, and it shall come to pass that when you go, you shall not go out empty. Now, now listen to me. Listen to me, please, saints. Now, God speaks about something that is hidden from the visible eye. I want to make sure you're hearing me. He speaks about something that is hidden from the visible eye that he's going to give his people. I have to say that because so often we talk about somebody bless me and we talk about something that they can see. They gave you some money. They gave you a car. They gave you some land. They gave somebody bless. Notice what God says to Moses. He says, listen, and I will give this people favor. I'm going to give them something you cannot see. And because of what I give them, it's going to change their location. Are you following me? Because of what God gave them, 
that was not visible, the location changed. Stick with me. So, the evidence, listen to me, the evidence of this hidden reality is that the people will not leave out empty. In other words, you're not going to see anything on them. It's not, they not gonna, it's not going to be no halo over their head. It, it, you, you, you know, they're not going to look like uh, uh, angels glowing in the dark and all of this kind of stuff. See, sometimes we, we're so superstitious. He said, but here is the evidence. When you go, you should not go out empty. That's what favor is going to look like. Okay, Holy Spirit. The hidden reality is going to cause former slaves to go out on full instead of empty. Verse 22. Y'all still with me? But every woman shall borrow of her neighbor and of her that sojourneth in her house jewels of silver, jewels of gold and raiment, and ye shall put them upon your sons and upon your daughters, and ye shall spoil the Egyptians. Now, I need to give you the mindset once again. 430 years. The New Living Translation says, every Israelite woman will ask for articles of silver and gold and fine clothing from her Egyptian neighbors and from the foreign women in their houses. You will dress your sons and daughters with these, stripping the Egyptians of their wealth. So let's slow this down. At the request of a slave, you're going to give them all your gold and silver and fine clothing. As a matter of fact, you're going to give them so much they will need to dress their children in it to help carry it all. This all happened by a simple request because of divine favor. They didn't all of a sudden get strong like Samson and tear up Egypt. They went in and asked for stuff. They asked for stuff from people that had been abusing them for 430 years. This is an incredible thing because I don't think we really stopped and looked at favor. I'm going to show you how this happened. Exodus chapter 11, verse 2. Tell all the Israelite men and women to ask their Egyptian neighbors for articles of silver and gold. You see that? Okay. Now God involves the men in the act of favor. Before it was the women. Now God involves the men in the act of favor. No one could see the favor upon them, but it was manifested in what they were able to accomplish. You with me? Let me show you something. 430 years of what it has looked like. 430 years of what it has been. Now God sends one word 
And the word involves the women and the men to simply ask. Let me show you something. Go with me to Exodus 5. Let's start at verse 6. Holy Spirit, have your way. I believe the Lord's going to allow us to be able to look into this and see some things. Exodus, Exodus chapter 5, verse 6. And Pharaoh commanded the same day the taskmasters of the people and their officers, saying, Ye shall no more give the people straw to make brick as heretofore. Let them go and gather straw for themselves, and the tail of the bricks which they did make heretofore ye shall lay upon them. Ye shall not diminish aught thereof, for they be idle. Therefore they cry, saying, Let us go and sacrifice to our God. So what is happening here is Pharaoh said, listen, y'all sitting around here talking about y'all want to go and worship God. He said, so you got too much idle time. I want you to make brick just like you used to make brick, except now we ain't giving you no straw. So I want you to make as much brick as you made before without the resources you had to make the brick before. I want you to see how Pharaoh was looking at them. You with me? Verse 9. Let their more work be laid upon the men that they may labor therein and let them not regard vain words. And the taskmasters of the people went out and their officers and they spake to the people saying, Thus saith Pharaoh, I will not give you straw. Go ye, get you straw where you can find it. Yet not all of your work shall be diminished. So the people were scattered abroad throughout all the land of Egypt to gather stubble instead of straw. And the taskmasters hasted them saying, fulfill your works, your daily tasks as when there was straw. And the officers of the children of Israel, which Pharaoh's taskmasters had set over them, were beaten and demanded. Wherefore, or why have you not fulfilled your task in making brick both yesterday and today as heretofore? Then the officers of the children of Israel came and cried unto Pharaoh, saying, Wherefore dealest thou thus thy, with thy servants? There is no straw given unto thy servants, and they say to us, Make brick, and behold, thy servants are beaten. But the fault is in thine own people. But he said, Ye are idle, ye are idle. Therefore ye say, Let us go and do sacrifice to the Lord. Now, I want you to see what's happening. They said, listen, we were trying to do the right thing. You took from us the resource we needed to make what we were making. Now you're requiring of us the same thing we were doing before without the resource that we had before. So now you're beating us because we're not coming up to the, the level that you require of us. And they say, it's not our fault. It's your fault. I want to make sure you understand this. Look at this. Verse 19. And the officers of the children of Israel did see that they were in evil case. After it was said, ye shall not minish aught from your bricks of your daily tasks. And they met Moses and Aaron who stood in the way as they came forth from Pharaoh. And they said unto, watch this, watch this. Here we go. And they said unto them, the Lord look upon you and judge. Because ye have made our savor to be abhorred in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of his servants to put a sword in their hand to slay us. 
Look at this. Notice how Egypt looked at them before. Minister Plummer, yes, the Egyptians looked at them a certain way before. Yes, that was the way they saw them 24-7. This is the way that they were seen as slaves. This is the way that they were treated as slaves because this is the perception that the Egyptians had of them. Now here comes the word of favor. Mm-mm-mm. God help me. Exodus 11 and 3. And the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. He gave them favor in the what of the Egyptians? In the what? Now wait a minute. Wasn't no halo on their head, but something changed in the way that they saw them. See, I'm trying to get you to understand how God is going to use favor in your life. Stop looking in the mirror to see if you look different. That ain't what matters. Just go on out there because he don't change the way you look in front of the people. And the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. Moreover, the man Moses was very great in the land of Egypt in the sight of Pharaoh's servants and in the sight of the people. Listen, because I'm, 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 I'm really finished. I'm really finished. God turned the way the Egyptians saw the Israelites. Holy Spirit, okay, okay. It wasn't the Israelites changing. It was the Egyptians' perceptions of the Israelites changing. Oh, my goodness. Somebody's about to experience this. Somebody, there is a situation. I, I, and I know who came up in my spirit, but before this, before today, I didn't even know they was going to be here today. But there is a, a situation where the way people had looked at you, they looked at you in a condescending manner. You were treated less than you, less than your true value or worth is. And consequently, all of the decisions about everything that related to you, they looked at you like this. But I want you to know divine favor is about to come on you. This kind of favor. Listen, you're not going to look different in the morning. I don't care how you fix your hair, how you how, your dress. How, uh, that, ain't, that, that ain't it. But when you go. All of a sudden, when they look at you, they're going to see you a different way. Because divine favor went before you, and that changed their perception on how they see you. And now, just like they were trying to work against you and to suppress you and to hold you, now they're going to look at ways to begin to promote you and to elevate you and to involve you because of favor. All you need to remember is favor. Faith, watch this. You don't work for favor. So you can never get credit for it because you didn't work for it. The minute you start thinking that this is something you did, you're working against favor operating in your life.
It's favor. Favor isn't fair, but it's favor. Mm -mm -mm. This favor is going to be hidden. It's not going to be something visible with the natural eye. But it is the divine favor of God, Holy Spirit. Mm -mm -mm. Al, if you can receive this. Your latter days will be greater than your former. And you know what I'm talking about. But it's favor, Al. It's favor. Because God allowed you to feel what it was like to fall. But you can only fall so far in his hand. Now, favor is going to take you not back where you were, Al, but to surpass where you were. But this time he wants you to remember it's favor. It's favor this time. My, 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 my. Brandy, when I was preparing this, and I did not know you was going to be here. I didn't. But you came across my spirit because it seemed like there's been some things that just, I was like, you know, it, it ain't like Brandy. Just some things that would, it wasn't like the Brandy we've all come to know. And I, I, I couldn't put my finger on it, but Brandy, all I know as you watch this from this day, from this day, the favor of God is on you. From this day. It ain't about waking up tomorrow. The favor of God is on you this day. I would not be surprised if something take place today that you just like, man, it's favor. It's favor. Can y'all cut the record for a second? I'm going to share something with you. <laughs> 